Hello and welcome to this week's episode of History from the Back Pages. I'm your host, Colin Sugg, bringing you episode 7 of season 6. So far this season we have looked at a variety of movies that are considered classics in their own right that I have not seen before. And we continue with this theme with a movie that is discussed and mentioned by historians as one of the best courtroom dramas of all time and in some circles as one of the best films of all time. And that film is called Twelve Angry Men. Twelve Angry Men has a simple plot. It's only shot, to be honest, in one location. The whole film takes place outside of the courtroom in a room where the jurors meet. And we'll get to that later on. But one location, pretty simple plot, and only a few characters in the whole entire movie. And this movie, for me, I greatly enjoyed it. There was a lot of parts that I really liked. And though it only took place in one location, and the plot was pretty simple, that was not an issue for me. I enjoyed it. So let's get to the plot. I'll talk about the main characters of note, and then I'll give my rating on a 1 to 10 scale, which you have been using for this season's films. So the plot of the film takes place in a New York City courtroom. And the movie does not mention New York City, but during research I was able to find that they filmed in New York City. And that is where it takes place. You can tell it's a big city, either New York or Chicago, one of those two. But it's filmed in New York City. So the plot takes place in a New York City courtroom. And the judge is bringing down the facts and talking to the 12 jurors, the 12 men of different backgrounds, personalities, and professions. And the facts of the case are that a young African-American man was accused of murdering his father. And there are a lot of things stacked against him, eyewitness testimony, the weapon which a knife was used to kill the father was found and there's evidence against him and the judge lets the 12 jurors know they need to make a decision is he guilty or not guilty and if the young man is found guilty he will be executed that is the facts presented by the judge and he said that is the mandatory punishment if found guilty, he will be executed. So the 12 jurors are brought to another room and they'll stay there in the locked room until they come up with the not guilty or guilty verdict and bring it to the judge and he'll make the ruling. So right away, the 12 jurors sit down. They try to come to an agreement on how is it going to work? How are they going to come to a consensus? 12 no consensus. Is he guilty or not guilty? And right away, they do preliminary vote. The person who takes charge of conducting the fairs and getting things in order calls for a preliminary vote. They do. 
and it is immediately 11 to 1. So 11 of the jurors decide that the young man is guilty, and the one dissenting person who will get to the actors now is played by Henry Fonda, a fantastic actor. Henry Fonda plays, I think to note with this movie, none of the main characters, the 12 jurors, none of their names are mentioned. Only they are known to you by their juror number. So 1, 2, 3, 4, 5, 6, 7, 8, 9, 10, 11, 12. Not by their names. So I have no idea what their names was. They're not mentioned in research or Wikipedia anywhere. Just by juror number. So juror number 8, who is played by Henry Fonda, is the one dissenter. And he does not immediately say that he believes... The young man is not guilty, but he has doubts. He wants them to discuss the case, and he wants to learn more about the case and the facts so he can come to a opinion and one that he believes will be the right decision for him. So he's not immediately saying the young man did not commit the murder of his father, but he does not have immediately a guilty view, whereas the other 11 men at the beginning do and basically how the movie goes throughout the movie Henry Fonda's character during number eight tries to show the case and come up with his views and what took place and tries to convince the rest of the men that the young man is not guilty and throughout the movie members of the jury change their opinions from guilty to not guilty and I don't want to spoil anything, but lots of decisions, lots of anger, hence the title, 12 Angry Men. Lots of screaming, lots of yelling, lots of evidence being portrayed. There are some circumstantial evidence that takes place. A lot of hypotheses, guessing, assumptions, but they do come to agreement at the end of the movie. And very enjoyable. Some more of the actors. I don't want to mention all 12 because we'll be here forever. But some of the other actors and characters of note. Next, after Henry Finder's character, jury number eight, we have juror number three, played by Academy Award nominee Lee J. Cobb. An interesting fact two of the movies that he got was in, one of them he was nominated for Academy Award, which was On the Waterfront. That's one of my favorite movies of all time starring the great Marlon Brando, and Lee J. Cobb was in that film. He's also in Exorcist as well, which is one of my favorite movies ever. And I really like this movie too. So I guess Lee J. Cobb was in a lot of movies that I really liked. So that's fun. He played Jordan Number Free, who was a hot-tempered man. And when you think of 12 Angry Men, this man, Jordan Number Free, he's the man you're going to think of. He screams, I don't know, countless times during the movie. The movie's only 90 minutes, but this character screams a lot. And there are a lot of arteries who scream and yell and throw fits a lot, but his jury number three, by far the most explosive and the most hot-tempered of the jurors. Next, we have juror number four, played by E.G. Marshall. And he was very good for this role. Greatly enjoyed E.G. Marshall. He was unflappable 
analytical stockbroker character. He was much more calm, collected. He did vote guilty at the beginning of the film, but he was not immediately adamant that it was guilty. At times, he believed the guilty verdict was the right call, but he was not someone who let his passion or let his emotions get the best of him. And he did a good job. The character, E.G. Marshall, the actor, as juror number four. Another juror of note is juror number 10, played by Academy Award winner Ed Begley Sr. And his character, juror number 10, was loudmouth, pushy, racist, xenophobic. So, not good qualities. He was probably the most loud, second most loud of the jurors behind juror number three. And towards the end, there's an emotional scene with juror number 10, but you got to watch that. I don't want to spoil that. And one more juror we can discuss that's important juror is juror number seven, played by Jack Warden, who was a Academy Award winner nominee, actually nominee as well. So a lot of category winning nominees or winners in this film, good ensemble cast. And juror number seven, he's a salesman, baseball fanatic, who of the jurors, I want to mention him because some of the jurors immediately have assumption it is a guilty. The defendant is guilty. They immediately are like, let's get this over with. It's over. Obviously guilty. Some were more eh, neutral. They're voted guilty, but we're 100% sure. Then there's Henry Fonda's character who believes he is not guilty. Whereas juror number seven, Jack Warren's character, doesn't really give a crap, to be honest. When it starts, she's like, let's get it over with. Guilty, not guilty. I just want to go home. I want to go to see the Yankees versus Cleveland baseball game. And he care less about the results of the case. So those are the main characters to discuss. There are many other jurors as well. And some of them play bigger roles than others throughout the film. Most of them do have points of the film where they put each have their own important part. I guess not all of the 12 jurors have that, but most of them probably... I don't know. I think they all really do, actually. They all do have a part to play in the movie. So that's the plot of the movie and the main actors of that need to be discussed. So now I'm going to get to my rating of the film. Very enjoyed 12 Angry Men. It, though it was shot in one location, which they never left, and the plot was not the most fancy or unique ever seen before very well filmed by Sidney Lumet well acted the music though was more less than the background it did fit when it was used and I enjoyed it I think I would give it a 9 out of 10 I would definitely recommend 12 Angry Men if you're looking for a courtroom drama looking for a nice movie to enjoy that goes over the discussion is a man guilty or not and 
thank you. So that is 12 Angry Men. Recommend it. This is my review of the film 12 Angry Men. I'm going to be coming up with some new films that we're going to discuss in the upcoming weeks. We're going to continue on with Season 6's theme. Very enjoyed it so far. Been able to watch a variety of films from all different genres, different decades. This one is from 1957 too, if I'm not mentioning that. I've watched some 50s movies, 60s, 70s, all different 40s, all different years so far. So thank you. Enjoy the rest of your week. See you next time on History from the Back Pages. Colin Sugg signing off. Thank you.